Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast, Tea Talks and Truths, where we'll be having weekly chats with amazing people from the creative backgrounds who'll share their experience, expertise and share advice on how to do what they love, while also maintaining your authentic self. Today we have Samara, co-founder of Time Wasting, a radio show to celebrate black music and embrace the creative scene on Slack Radio. We'll talk about how she inspires herself, surviving the dreaded burnout and creating your own creative space. So let's go. Okay, to start with, could you say your name um, and what you do? Yeah, so I'm Samara from Newcastle and I work in recruitment. So Monday to Friday, I'm very corporate, but outside of my professional job, I DJ and I have a radio show with my good friend, Jake. <clears throat> yeah and how long have you been doing um your radio show and your DJing so it's it's actually been a year at the end of this month we would have done our 12th show um so basically yeah it's it's been a massive savior for me it's it's really been nice to have like a creative outlet outside of my professional job because obviously Monday to Friday if you work in a corporate job you feel like you can't really express yourself that much or be your true true self so it's been a savior and you know Jake is, is, is gay and black and we basically decided to do the radio show out of a shared frustration of just not having um, enough events in Newcastle that were made for us and by us as well so well people of color so yeah and um, kind of based off what you just said as well what inspired you to want to enter it so like it could be something personal or just something that you saw in social media anything like that well I've, I've always had an interest in DJing it's always been something that I've wanted to to do um but barriers to entry are pretty high when you don't have the money to buy in a thousand pound set of decks so when so a good friend of ours created a radio sh- a radio platform called Slacks Radio um, and said that, you know, you, you can have like an, an hour slot every month on the show. Um, and, and me and Jake thought, well, this is the perfect time for us to, to play music that we don't hear in the bars and clubs of Newcastle. And, you know, we both just have like a dedication to sharing and showing creativity in, well, by people of colour and how much that's had an impact on creativity in the world and a lot of people's inspiration and yeah a lot of a lot of the culture that's celebrated today is is sort of origined from people of color so I think it's important to remind people of that. (laughs) I completely agree because we are left out of the narrative so much and I recently went to I don't know if were you there at Bend and Shake the recent one? No not the last one I went to the first though. Oh yeah Yeah. no honestly it was just the music that was played in the de- the like diversity within the DJs it's like um I think some um, in the short film I'm doing as well for my disso people are saying how refreshing it feels in Newcastle to actually be seen within yes. the club space yeah. and that just adds more power to the work that you're doing as well because it's just it's really needed I don't think I can listen to another song from the noughties again <laughs> so, so yeah how has your career been like recently so what kind of things have you been up to so I mean it's only just been a year and obviously with COVID and restrictions that were existing in 2021 it was quite difficult to progress and network but recently things have been good we were booked and busy so we have like a monthly residency at the journey 
the last Saturday of every month. So that that's really exciting. We're starting that in April. And we're also working on doing our own events as well because we eventually, well, our show is called Time Wasting. So we're, we're sort of working to hold our own events and invite other DJs of colour to perform and do sets um, and just have like, you know, sort of build a community. I think it's really important to do that. Newcastle is a small city, but it's surprisingly not that diverse yet on the nightlife scene. So I think it's important to build that community and just have people who have the same goal and, and, and want to see the same things and are also passionate about visibility of, of all, you know, of all people. 100%. Um, so going off that, I think people listening today would really like to know some things that helped you get into your career that got you to where you are today. So we're asking the question, what are the three most prominent things that helped you in your career? Okay, I was thinking about this before. So in, in a short nutshell, in three words, I think it's confidence, authenticity, and probably overcoming imposter syndrome. So um, the first one with confidence, I think it really helps to get yourself out there because if you end up striking up a conversation with someone who's on the same wavelength as you or someone who you can resonate with, you can, and they might be another creative as well, or they might have more of a logical methodological head, you know, then you can probably hit it off and create something that's great. So confidence has definitely helped me because it allowed me to just approach people and talk to people, for example, like the people who we might be working with to get a venue for our event. Um, you know, it, it's just a case of sending out that message. And I don't know if like five years ago, I would have had the confidence to do that. Um, I wouldn't, cause I've only been DJing for like a year and a half. So, you know, it's something that I'm still quite new to. And it's something that I'm definitely still working on my confidence as well, but that's something that's really helped me. Um, and I think with authenticity as well, just being your authentic self, you attract people who you're probably gonna get along with. and is on the same wavelength as you. And for example, you know, my really good friend, Jake, we've been friends for a while and we were friends over our shared music, taste in music. And now we have our own radio show together and we're DJing events together. And it's like my dream, you know what I mean? So that's definitely been a big thing, just being authentic. Um, and yeah, the last one, just getting over the imposter syndrome. Cause you know, I think being a person of color in quite white spaces it's a given you're going to feel like you don't belong there um so but you do belong there and you know and we we can create our own spaces as well um so yeah just sort of overcoming that i'm still doing it it's still a process i'm i'm getting better at it but it's still something that's that, that can be a challenge sometimes but it's definitely helped me to get where i am and and to do what i want to do i totally agree especially within the creative industries it's being able to find and make your own voice as well. And yeah. I think a lot of people kind of put that pressure on themselves to be like, okay, this is who I am. This is who I need to be consistently, but there's so much freedom in it. And also if you're learning and growing, you know, you don't want to wait until be like, okay, I'm going to start next month when I'm more confident. You just have to go for it yeah. and just let it grow kind of like a seed. You're planting your seed, you're growing along with your craft as well. Um, so what would you, this is something I'm really passionate about talking about rest and recuperation within the creative industries because burnout is it's so real. popular. It's real. Oh God, it's real. I'm feeling it right now with this degree. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to say, so like burnout is where you start to feel overwhelmed or you may start to lose um, love for your craft or anything for any of our listeners who might not know what burnout is. So 
what kind of things would you say is aiding you in your career and in your life right now it could be friends pets tv yeah so um I think the first one I've just got to say is just being surrounded by good friends and supportive family supportive friends and family um my boyfriend as well he's like a great supporter and cheerleader um and yeah so you know if I if I'm ever if my head's boxed and I just sort of need to vent or I need someone's opinion I think the most important thing is that you've got it doesn't have to be loads of people I mean I could probably count all my best friends on one hand but like it's important that I know that they're there so that's Mm. definitely helps um my dog is my rock as well so what's your dog called she's called baby she's just here actually I'll show you oh my god can you see her no is she is she a pitbull or staffy she's she's a pitbull but we tell people that she's a labrador cross with a staffy so my boyfriend rescued her two two years ago but yeah she's cool oh my god i love them so much i know people have different opinions about dressing dogs up but i love when people put baby clothes on staffies on pitbulls it's the cutest thing it's not a mouse you have is it a guinea pig it's a hamster. She's massive. She's, oh, I, she was the biggest of her little litter, so she's the same size as a baby guinea pig. Oh, yeah. Wow. I know. But she has little hats and stuff. So you've got her looking cute. So I never thought I'd say that, but it is. It's cute. It's cute. I know rodents aren't usually like a lot of people's first pet to go for, but I've. She's my sixth hamster I've had since I was little. So I'm just. I'm oh, obsessed with them, but okay. I really want to get a dog. So. Hey, are you? Oh my god, that's exciting. exciting. Yeah, no, I think I'm waiting for my for uni to be over so I can like concentrate on that more because I think right now it's just chaotic, but I really want one. Like just wherever, wherever the little puppy maybe or dog or little oldie one as well. I just want a dog. Um but yeah. Um so yeah, the next question is what is something you wish you knew before entering your career? Um that's a good question, actually. I think Okay, probably the first one would be don't take things too personally and don't care too much or don't care at all about what other people think. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think with the first one, don't take things too personally. I think if you're going to be a creative, you have to have some sort of streak of resilience because not not everyone's going to like what you create. Not everyone's going to think it's good. And especially if you're a beginner, you know, your confidence might not be where it could be when you're developed so you know you might be a little bit more sensitive but it's just about you know just continuing to be authentic to yourself I feel like I'm sounding really cheesy but it's it's something that has like been well yeah been something that I've been committed to following since starting to DJ and releasing our own radio shows and stuff just just don't take things aren't that deep people move on and people are always gonna like there's always gonna be someone who doesn't like what you do so you might as well do it how you want you know what I mean yeah. so, no it's so true yeah and you'll find your community within that because I think that. even on my own creative journey it's like people would tell me even oh gosh my head teacher in sixth form was like sarcastically reading my UCAS application oh, of what's called now it's like four or five years ago um but yeah and it was just like it makes you think like it's impossible or it's too niche because a lot of my work is specifically from marginalized communities and it's you feel very discouraged but exactly like what you just said you've got to push for it people's gonna everyone's gonna have an opinion even you me yeah. everyone so exactly. you just gotta push for it and do what you love yeah 100%, 100% perfect and what is some advice you'd give to someone wanting to enter your career field 
Um, so don't put too much pressure on yourself. Mainly sort of just like reiterating what I've just said. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because like you said before, Dami, burnout is easy when you're a creative. Like, <clears throat> you know, there's always times that you could be working on outside of like sociable working hours and it's really easy to, you know, just put all your eggs in one basket, but don't, <laughs> you know, you need to put yourself first. And I think you create the best when you are the best mentally and physically. So, I mean, that that's something that I've learned definitely, especially over lockdown and stuff like, you know, not not being able to see friends or family and, you know, being in the house. I think a lot of people got creative. I did. I started doing mixes and stuff, but also sort of getting tired of it, too. And I just need to have a good balance of, of having a break and creating. Um, so, yeah, don't don't put too much pressure on yourself and just make sure you work on building a reliable and a reliable circle around you so people that you that you can trust and you rely on and people that also bring out the best in you um because i think that's when you can be at your best <clears throat> would you say there's any like platforms you'd like to champion that has helped you so it could be some editing software or particular venues within newcastle that our, our listeners could possibly like follow in your footsteps as well yeah absolutely so I, I i have to start off with the journey newcastle that's they've been they've really helped us out as a venue it's where we did our first um dj night and they've offered us the residency starting in april so they're really really supportive and there is the most the most sustainable structure i've ever seen from a venue before um and they they're dedicated to diversity and and helping marginalized groups with with events there so I, you know they're definitely the first ones that's elevated our platform um you know it sounds cringy again but instagram has been a big one for us it's it's really been like it's gotten us some good reach <clears throat> i mean we have people listening to our radio show who live in like denmark and stuff so and, and, and they've gotten mm -hmm. in touch with us and told us that they like this show so that's been a big thing you know sometimes you don't realize how how effective social media can be really so yeah definitely instagram um and what else would i say oh and, and slacks radio to be honest because that's a platform that we have our radio show on so uh, yeah i have to thank my friend john cornbill for creating that because it gave us the opportunity to to create what we do so yeah those are probably three that is so brilliant and is there anything else you'd like to add that was pretty much our last question okay cool um well, just, well, you can, you can find, I'm going to do a little plug here. So yes, please do. <laughs> you can find us at um, underscore time wasting without the G at the end on Instagram. Um, but yeah, just keep, just keep, keep your eyes on, on the space because we are hopefully going to have some events coming up in 2022 of, in the summer. Um, we are sort of committed to doing bring your own drink events. So if people don't drink alcohol, they're welcome. We want them to feel welcome in, in, in the event. Um, we're also gonna hold some events in certain bars in Newcastle too. So just keep a watch on the Instagram. Uh, we have a, a radio show on Slacks Radio, the first Saturday of every month. So keep a look on, on there too. You'll see it linked to our Instagram as well. Um, and yeah, just thank you, Dami. <laughs>
Thank you so much for being on our episode today and for sharing all your wonderful gems for our listeners. Um, but yeah, thank you again. I just can't say thank you enough. <laughs> but I'm wishing you the best on your journey as well. And also hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day because it's going 7 now, 7 p.m. I know, right? Well, good luck with the rest of your dissertation. Yeah. This is exciting. So you, you're doing a film as well. Yeah, so I'm doing a short film on the queer POC experience um, of whether social media or physical safe spaces and what they're like. So I just had an interview uh, about 45 minutes ago. Um, He lives in Manchester and he was talking about like the black experience of being queer there and whether or not it's positive or negative. Um, But yeah, so that's going to be hopefully shown uh july with curious oh. arts but it depends really? on the footage oh yeah. i'm hoping the entry would be free because i want to make it accessible yes um, or if, if we did charge then it would be pay what you feel that's what i that's what would make me happiest i think yeah. um so everyone gets the chance to see it but just going over the footage the footage is good so far but obviously the editing is <laughs> god i hate editing so much but yeah I, we'll get there it's proper time consuming isn't it but yeah god yeah i know <laughs> but we'll get there yeah this time next week i think i would have submitted everything and i'll be on easter break and going oh, home good. So, yes very I'm excited for you i'm excited for you I, I don't miss like when i had my dissertation to write last year it was wild like what did you do so i, I did a master's in cross-cultural communication and international marketing um and I, I did really enjoy it, but the whole thing was on Zoom. And so we didn't really get like the, the support from the lecturers that we could have had. Um, mm. And also like it, it had been like four years since I, w- I did an academic degree because my undergraduate I did in 2016. So like <clears throat> it was hard, but I really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it a lot. But um, but yeah, like I think because uh, an- another thing that I noticed actually like when I was wanting to get into marketing I remember like just looking at all the marketing companies in Newcastle and seeing how like white they were and you know how when you go on LinkedIn and you can go on like a company you can see the people that work for the company all the major marketing agencies in Newcastle were like all white they barely they didn't have any black people working for them I think it was I saw like a couple of Asian men and it made me think like fucking hell Newcastle is is missing something massively Mm. And I know you've got your, you started up a media company, right? Navi Media. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So I, I just thought it, it would, that's something that I might do in, in the pipeline. Start an agency, which is like predominantly with black and people of color. Cause yeah. it's something that's missing in Newcastle and, and boy, and Newcastle is becoming a more diverse place. I think because there's, because of the university, there's more. I'm, I'm seeing more people of color in the city center every day. But there was once upon a time where, like, if if I saw a black girl in the city center, I'd either know her name, or if I didn't know her name, like I'd know her face. But that's not mm. the case anymore. And so, you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see like the creative side of Newcastle reflect the diversity that it's that it's getting. You know. Yeah. So I went to. Oh, I can't remember what event it was, but it was like there were so many black boys in there. And I think I'm seeing more black girls and non-binary people, but black boys I just don't see that often. Yeah. So I was like, it was like I was in London almost, because yeah. I'm originally from London. So it was just like, yeah, yeah this is nice. I felt you feel that safety, I guess, or that familiarness. Um, but yeah, but thank you so much. And I hope you have a wonderful day as well. Thank you.